0: Is
1: three. Hi, everybody. It's that time again. This is Oz and Jupiter Sanders. We are here for the week, what is it, four? I don't know. No, I've, I'm 0 I'm and 4, so it's got to be week four. So it's the week four recap.
0: <laughs> At least you have some way to keep track.
1: Yes, yes. Numbers are easy. I count the times <laughs> that I lose. And yeah, this week was no exception. Uh, I easily have the worst team in the league.
0: I don't know about that, but okay.
1: I mean, I'm the only one who's undefeated and losing.
0: Well, I mean, you could be having... Remember Zakara with all of his bad luck? I do remember. So, I mean, it could just be that. You you are just seeing your string of bad luck this season.
1: Uh, and you're playing
0: be. against player injury and pandemic, which, you know, has raised the degree of difficulty up for fantasy football.
1: It has. It has. Yeah. Uh I should I should get my gold rating this year just for the amount of shittiness that this season has been so far. We're only four weeks in.
0: We're only four weeks in. There are fourteen weeks in the fantasy football season. We are uh-huh. only four weeks in.
1: That is true. Yes, absolutely.
0: So what do you want to talk about first? I mean, we, we you've already brought your team up, still undefeated and losing.
1: Uh yeah, so I guess we'll go ahead and start there. Um <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's see.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's see. Let's see the, the league matchups for week four. Let me bring this up on my phone. All right. So fighting cephalopods, tenth out of ten, face number five Briscoe's bruisers. Now Briscoe was top three last year, and you can mm-hmm. tell that COVID has really taken a toll on the teams. Anyway, uh, we were projected to to I was projected to lose 130 to 136. And I did lose, but I lost at 122.34 to 140.82. Now, that is because of Odell Beckham Jr. 99% rostered. Everybody loves this guy. Projected 13.24 points. Would anybody out there care to guess how many points he scored? It doesn't matter because you're not going to hear this until after I say this. 35.9.
0: Unbelievable numbers for a wide receiver to put up in a
1: game. Absolutely unbelievable. The worst part about this is that there is only one other player on Briscoe's team that overperformed projections. And that was Cole Beasley, wide receiver, Buffalo Bills. Got 10.7 points over projected 9.88. Everybody else... Everybody else underperformed.
0: Underperformed. But, I mean, looking at your side, your you know, Mahomes, as great as he had, underperformed. You did have a wide receiver put up some decent numbers, too. Lamb of uh, Dallas projected 10.7, did 22.7. So you can't really be too upset about that. However, every other player, with the exception of Fuller, another wide receiver in your flex position, underperformed. Your wide receivers did good. I don't want to hear you complain about your wide receivers.
1: I will never complain about my wide receivers. Now I might complain actually about Marvin Jones Jr. Who scored 1.4 points over 11.4. A a 10th, 10%, 10% is what he performed as. Everybody else was fairly close in projections. I think if we had actually performed, uh, Possibly, I think C. D. Lamb would have put me over the top, and I might have won a game. But no, be- because of Odell Beckham Jr. And that's literally just it. I think I was I was pretty well screwed. Now,
0: yeah, yeah, cool. you didn't leave any points on your bench.
1: Uh, uh no, you I did actually not did. Enough
0: to win. Well, you did, but not enough right. to pull it out. True, true. That's Why I say you didn't leave any points on your bench? Not like you couldn't have yeah. won. You could have won this game in any roster scenario you put up.
1: Uh, correct. Although Briscoe definitely left some points on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melvin Gordon III, 25 points on the bench. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, uh, Mark Ingram, if he had been playing in lieu of Jones, I, I would have put up better numbers. It would have been a closer loss, but it was not blowout of the week. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't feel bad. Of the week. <laughs> I do not feel bad about this loss.
0: Good, good. I mean, you know, Briscoe knows what she's doing. This is an experienced fantasy football, you know, manager of a team. Absolutely, losing to her, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. This is somebody yeah. with with knowledge and experience and knows what she's doing. And you did score 122 points, which if you played one, uh, two, three, four, Four other people in this league, you'd have won.
1: I would have. I I would have beat my longtime rival, Fallen Seraph of Cross Sepia tones I see a DM from him on Discord right now. He's he's been salty <laughs> about the whole COVID thing all week, and he um, made me promise to say the reason that he lost is because of COVID. So I'm going to go into this here. Okay. Now here here's the kicker. He's, he's he's matched up against Scrapper Scrappers, who mm-hmm. is sixth in the league. Cross was undefeated at second. Scrapper Scrappers was already projected to win 138.31 to Serifs 115.95. Now, COVID got him early, but that's also because he had Tennessee defense and two people, Pittsburgh, and the Pittsburgh-Tennessee game got canceled. Not delayed, canceled.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so because of that he had to bring in his his uh, his B team let's face it and
0: okay yeah,
1: and uh, Devonte Adams questionable for the hamstring so as far as I know I believe actually it might have been no his his bye week is week five that's this week last week he was out. He scored no points because of his hamstring. So, again, like Devontae Adams, Seraph was hamstrung for this, this matchup.
0: No, I disagree. Seraph lost this game because he made some bad roster choices. This had nothing to do with COVID. And I'm not going to let him throw this on a pandemic shoulders. It's dealing with enough.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: let's I want you to look at it. I want you to look at his bench and I want you to look. I don't want to hear anybody bitch when their defense puts up 20 goddamn points.
1: Well, yeah, because it's Kansas City.
0: All right. His QB underperformed. Yes, but he had a wide receiver overperform another wide receiver overperform a running back overperform another running back overperform. He had a tight end underperform. He had a flex position wide receiver running back or tight end zero points what's on his bench
1: oh my god what's on his bench okay 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 yeah you you're absolutely right thank you oh no 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 yeah you are i'm i'm looking at this i was just kind of glossing over like okay so first off he should have played houston's quarterback scored 38 points over 35 compared Mm to uh la rams fuck chronicky uh 20 points over 32 so that's 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 well and good Let's let's look at his running back. Mm-hmm. Latavius Murray, running back, New Orleans Saints, 20.8 mm-hmm. over 7.33. Wide receiver, G- DJ Chark Jr., Jacksonville Jaguars, 25.5 points over 12.3. He could have just obliterated Scrapper Scrapper, so I don't know if he was drunk with power or if he listened to last week's uh, recap and decided that he needed to be humbled. But this is humbling.
0: Humbling because he chose to put in a wide receiver that was questionable instead of in the flex position, instead of either the wide receiver or running back that he left on his bench that put in the points that would have won him this game.
1: Yes, absolutely. Either he lost one of this those
0: game due to bad management. It was Not his game to over. lose. It was his game to lose. Do not blame other things. He made a bad choice. He should have he should not if he had two other people in a flex position of all positions, two other people he could have put in over a person who was questionable, that's just to me a bad choice.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. Now scrapper scrappers did leave a few points on the table, but I'm looking at his at his bench roster.
0: Looking yeah. at the tight end. Oh my gosh, his tight end. Thirty-two points.
1: Yeah, Kittle is a monster.
0: Crazy, crazy numbers.
1: Kittle is a monster.
0: The other ones all underperform, and you know, you, you, the tight end shouldn't carry the team. But uh,
1: did he play a lot on the? He really didn't. Now he could have played. Uh, he could have played uh, McLaurin, Terry McLaurin, over uh, uh, Keenan Allen. And that would have gotten some extra points. Um, he he played Wentz, could have played Carr with Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there there aren't a lot of points on this table. But I am questioning two quarterbacks on the bench.
0: Yeah, I don't like the fact that he's taking up a, a roster spot with a with the two quarterbacks. But I I think if you look at mine, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, so... That's fair.
1: <laughs> that's fair.
0: It's really not like it should be a, eh, you know, you just you you need you need a backup quarterback in case your quarterback goes down. But I guess if you have nothing else, you're like, hey, this quarterback isn't putting up points for any other team, so they're sitting on my bench.
1: True. Now this still means that Seraph is three and one. Yeah, uh, but it's, a great record. Yeah. Absolutely. And let's just say this was a week for upsets. My goodness. So let's go to number one, the Sorcerers, Cobalt's team, that was facing Carol's Childer, Bamps's team. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, this is, to me, this is, this is upset of the week. We'll get to blow out of the week, which was amazing, but this was the upset of the week, because it is Carol's Childer, mm-hmm. seventh in the league, versus number one Sorcerers. Carol's Childer takes it 127.5 to 122.7 over a projected deficit of 124.92 to 140.33. Sorcerers lost this game because of such underperformance. And underperformance, thy name is Nick Chubb.
0: Oh. his Chubb failed him?
1: Yes. (laughs) So Nick Chubb went on injured reserve for the right MCL.
0: Time to drop.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Time to drop him.
1: And uh, his running back, Kenyon Drake, who was in the flex spot, 3.5 points over Mm -hmm. 14.87. Looking at this, it's his entire team, with exception, no, it wasn't his flex spot. Uh, Amari Cooper was in flex. Uh, Mm -hmm. Cooper basically carried the day Mm 27.4 points over 15.47. And uh, the Los Angeles Rams, thought like Corona got eleven points over nine point two six. Everybody else underperformed.
0: Yeah.
1: And on he
0: some points on the on the bench, I think if he put his other kicker in, mm,
1: he if he put in, better. yeah, if he put in his other kicker or he put in his, uh, you know, the wide receiver. If if he put, there's really nowhere he could have done with the wide receiver. He made the choice there, but if yeah, if he put the kicker in, he would have won this.
0: He would have won it. Yeah. I know he was gonna put Chubb in, so I'm not gonna say, oh, he should have put another running back. No, he, he Chubbs his Chubbs' is guy. And he's gonna, you know, play him. But yeah, it just it wasn't like he, he could have he could have gotten this game if he made that one change. But for Bamps' team to still pull out a win when his team, I mean, his defense took points away from him.
1: They did, and (laughs) looking at it, his team also underperformed. Uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. running back for the Los Angeles Fakroniki. 4.3 points. 4.3. If it was not for Antonio Gibson, he would have lost this game.
0: You think? I don't know. I'm looking at Landry as wide receiver, projected 10, got 14. Evans, another wide receiver, projected 14, got 21. I, th- I think he, I think he had a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, I don't know. I think he just had a really good game. I don't think anything was really left. On no. the- oh my gosh, Stafford was left on the bench.
1: Holy. Stafford, cow. Stafford was left on the bench. If he played mm-hmm. Stafford, I mean, he still won. But if he played yeah. Stafford, it would have been more of a blowout.
0: Or a bigger win, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm going to have to bug him later to trade Tyree Hill because I, I want Hill on my team, but. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to get him. But uh, he had some excellent performing players, but he also played within projection. And mm-hmm. if the Sorcerers had played within projection, this wouldn't have been a problem. But since uh, his chub failed him at, and he went soft <laughs> at the wrong time, he just lost the game.
0: Overconfidence in your chub It'll always come back to get you.
1: Yep. And now he's going to have to shuffle his chub loose.
0: <laughs> and now he's got to drop his chub.
1: Now he's got to drop his chub. So right? that that was that was the upset. Now mm-hmm. I think the most upsetting game. Hmm. Mary Sue Snowflakes hmm. versus, versus Cookie's Monster. Cookie as I recall finished like either two, number 2 or number she was three. Top 3. Yeah, she, she was top 3. three. Yeah. E- Ms Snowflakes 140.38 points versus Cookies Monsters 93.92. This is I believe the worst scoring game that we've had in the league this season. And it's also the largest blowout that we've had. Nearly 50 point blowout. Yeah. And and let's just say let's 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 call it for what it is. It was Prescott that just destroyed the field. And your Singletary with uh, Buffalo, uh, mm-hmm. Davis with Carolina, you had some amazing overperformers and everybody else played all right. And then on the monster side, she struggled to break 10 points. She struggled to break five points on a couple of these guys and she struggled to break one point on... AJ Green, Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver, got 0. 0.8 over 11.35. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, she didn't have a lot that she could play. You've got. Um, I mean,
0: Brady was sitting on the bench and put up 59 points. It would not have overcome the deficit, but she'd at least closer. broke 100
1: yeah that's true um i'm looking at her her backups her tight end on the bench scored two points Uh, boyd with cincinnati 12.9 could have put him in
0: it could have he'd have done better than green in the flex position
1: uh he would have done better than either of her wide receivers he did better than both of her wide receivers put together
0: Yeah. yeah so i don't know if cookie just you know didn't manage the team didn't like look at the roster and choose or did she just set it the week before and just let it ride
1: so looking at projections um it was you've got
0: game projection
1: projection wise you're absolutely right and i think that's what she did she made the classic blunder one of the three classic blunders one of which is never get involved in a land war in asia is (laughs) do not rely on projected points when it comes to choosing your team i have fallen afoul of this two years running and this year i just don't have any way to catch up <laughs> but she placed everybody who was projected to score the most points it is mm-hmm. the uh it's the john madden strategy of picking your fantasy football roster
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so as a result she played uh, eckler who was doubtful And she just she played people that that weren't rostering and just flat out weren't getting targets. They weren't getting picked. They weren't getting the ball. And as Saint Madden says, you must have the ball to score points and you have to score more points in order to win the game.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wise words.
1: Yes, (laughs) very. So this puts the snowflakes into fourth. an impressive fourth and cookies monsters are now out of the running i'm Mm -hmm. gonna have to see if she's fighting me for last place i'm pretty sure she's not
0: i i was very surprised and again i did the whole looked at it sunday afternoon into evening and went oh look it looks like i'm gonna win i said nope it's all gonna change after sunday night and it'll nail in my coffin monday night but come monday night i'm still winning and i was like What's happening? This is this doesn't make any sense. I'm playing cookies monsters.
1: And yeah, apparently you had the uh, the anti monster juice.
0: Apparently, I had I had my luck, but this puts me on a two game win streak. So now I'm just super nervous, just waiting for the next loss to come.
1: That's right. Wait for that shoe to drop. Yeah. <laughs> so this was an interesting upset as well, and this just just uh, Zakara's run of bad luck. Mm-hmm. He was projected to win versus Watson's Jalapenos, which I'm looking at the roster, I'm fully convinced that they just set it and forget it.
0: Yes, yes. He did not. Yeah. To lose to a, a person who left two players that are on bye, left them live in their roster?
1: Uh, that hurts. Yeah, well, has Smith Schuster with Pittsburgh, Henry with Tennessee, so got no points there. Has one questionable Carson with us, uh, Seattle's running back, and so many people underperformed. But uh, Sakara, really, mm-hmm. you played Calvin Ridley, who was questionable for ankle, and he just he didn't pick up a single target. That's that's the worst. Is Being being estimated to hit 15 points, and you don't get thrown the ball once. I I had that problem, so I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, But looking at this, uh, both people have points left on the table, obviously. But uh, Godert is is on uh, injured reserve, tight end with Philly. Cam Newton, COVID Mm nineteen. It's confirmed. Um, Parker questionable Miami wide receiver but still got 16 points should probably put him in Uh, Mm -hmm. Jefferson wide receiver with Minnesota 12.3 probably should put him in too honestly if he had played either of his wide receivers any of his wide receivers it Mm -hmm. it, it literally does not matter who he would have played he would Mm -hmm. have
0: won yep He'd, he'd have taken it
1: that's a shame that's a shame
0: yeah yeah, he he'd have had it so, and and that's just I'm sure Zakhar's actually like actively working his roster. He's making decisions, and it's just ah oh, that one, but uh, it it just hurts when the opposing team has two empty slots, and they still you know end up eking out a win. by oh yeah, three points like
1: ugh. absolutely, every absolutely.
0: State. He has every right to be salty. Seraph does not.
1: Seraph does not. So no. we are, we're moving now into week five and the matchups look pretty interesting. I mm-hmm. think that a couple people still have to set their rosters, but uh, the real fight is there's going to be two real fights. Let's face it. There's going to be Seraph's team cross up tones versus Watson and Salapenos, and that's projected to be close and they're two and three, number two, number three. So they're going to trade based off of what happens here. Yes. Now, I think the other one that's going to be a knockdown drag out bout is between the fight Cephalopods and Mary Sue Snowflakes.
0: <laughs> that is projected pretty close. It's it like is what, a 4 point difference. We're going to f- see.
1: A 4 point difference and we're both playing by the same rule which is not he who has the most points or she who has the most mm-hmm. points is who is the who is started who has the highest percentage of starts and i'm happy to say the lowest percentage of starts that i've got is currently 84
0: wow i've got i've got lower than that i've got lower than that
1: now looking at this mm-hmm. we both had we're both flipping a coin on this rolling the dice because your tight end schultz mm-hmm. is questionable And my tight end, Darren Waller, I just got a notification about 20 minutes before we started saying that he is questionable because of his knee.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I am having a tough time keeping a tight end. I had to make several moves this uh, uh, yesterday into today for waivers. I can't I can't keep a tight end. They keep breaking.
1: You know, my tight ends have been great. Waller is an excellent tight end. I believe, I believe uh, Fantasy Football Reddit calls him top four, uh, perhaps top two. Um, I also picked up Smith, who is my other tight end. And Johnny Smith is actually, he's my 86%. He is in my flex position because my, my running backs are, they need to nap. They need to rest. They're just not <laughs> doing great.
0: Um, you're, you're going to stick with Mahomes,
1: huh? Uh, yes, I'm going to stick with base Mahomes. He's, he's up against Las Vegas. Now, what I have found is that if I am playing players on opposing sides, I win because they they both get me points and it was Uh very nice. Like Uh when, when Mahomes and Casey played Baltimore, Baltimore D got me a bunch of points. Mahomes got me a ton of points. So it was just, it racked it up. You know, I still lost, but it still racked Mm -hmm. up.
0: Well, we'll see what happens because I got Prescott going against the Giants, and as far as I know, I don't think the Giants are are stellar. But, as far um,
1: as I know, they are not.
0: We're gonna see what happens. We are. Pretty, I and you know what I went. You know what he needs a win. Let me just leave my team. No. Do, do and I went. You know what he's not gonna respect that win if I don't give it my all. So You're I said, Damn nope. right. I'm going to put my roster up. I'm playing to win. And if he wants to win, his team better do a good job.
1: That's right. They better <laughs> score more points than the opposing team.
0: But uh, that one will be a very interesting um, uh, game.
1: It will. And, you know, looking, most of these looked like they're going to be projected pretty close. Zakara's Margaret's Kill team versus Briscoe's Bruvers, Bruisers, they're within a point.
0: Have you clicked on the compare managers?
1: No, no, <laughs> just I don't
0: clicked on it. <laughs> it's funny.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: We're just like oh. I've played a lot longer than than you have, yes, but I have um, we're pretty on winning percentage. We are pretty much even.
1: yeah, we are.
0: Yeah, you do just as good in your few years of experience. As I do in my many years of experience.
1: 21 seasons, goodness.
0: 21 teams managed.
1: Yeah, that would be 21 football seasons, would it not?
0: not football. I haven't been doing this for 21 years. For a while, I was running two teams. I was in two weeks.
1: Oh, okay. So, well, yeah. so, it, it says be you've been team. playing since 2006. So, yeah, many since years. 2006. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so uh, interesting. I I just saw this whole uh, compare managers. I was like, oh, let's compare. Like, oh, look, we're pretty much on par for winning percentage. I have won four first place trophies.
1: You have. I have won none.
0: You have won none. But again, since '06, since 2018, you'll get there we'll eventually. See what but yeah, this will be this will be a close game. We're gonna see uh, if we're still talking next week.
1: Uh, I think we'll still be talking. I think um, if if the unlikely happens, I will be uh, magnanimous in victory and I will uh, be humorous in defeat. I've decided.
0: You'll be magnanimous in victory? Okay. Yes. okay. Well I, have, I appreciate I have, that. Thank you.
1: I have no idea what that means. It sounded really cool. <laughs> I have
0: no idea what it means. Um, we have Bamps and Cookie going against each other. He is I, predicted to beat her.
1: Um, I don't think either of them have set their teams looking at this. Mm-hmm. Maybe got, not. Got three questionables on the Childer. I've got one doubtful on Cookie's Monsters.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, right now he's projected at 128.25 to 118.73. So I hope both of them do something. I have a feeling that Bamps does not want to beat Cookie. But then again, I think there's that little part of him that totally wants to destroy everyone. Uh,
1: I think so. <laughs> uh, Cookie has definitely needs to set her team. I mm-hmm. think that she probably wants to put... I can't believe I'm saying this. She wants to put Brady in.
0: After the, what he did last week?
1: Probably. I didn't even see what he did last week.
0: Oh my god, he put like 59 points up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she should probably move her roster around. Um another close game is Margaret's kill team, Zakara, mm-hmm. against Briscoe's Bruisers. We're talking yeah. one thirty point six six to one twenty-nine point seven six. Yeah. Team. They are two and two on record, but Zakara is eighth and Briscoe is fifth. So we'll see what happens there.
1: Yeah, the teams are pretty well set. I think that that's about as good as Margaret's kill team is going to get, but Zakara is rolling the dice on this. He's got two questionables. Ooh. Hmm. But then again, Risco's Bruisers know. has three questionables. There
0: you go. I think we're all rolling the dice because we have a lot of players. You know, bye weeks are starting. The pandemic is knocking teams down. Uh, yeah. It's just... It's, getting and now injuries as well so there's a lot of factors now making it very difficult to to manage your team because we do have a limit on the amount of moves you can make so you can't just keep dropping and adding dropping and adding you have to make sure that you do it you have to be very efficient with it it's it's difficult as as your team gets decimated with injuries it's like do I wait for them to feel better or do I drop them and pick up somebody else? And then if I drop them and they get better and then they perform well, somebody else could pick them up. And so it, it becomes a lot more difficult in your, you know, management of your team. I know a lot of people think, uh, eh, it's fantasy football. It's not that big of a deal, but it really is a lot of management, <laughs>
1: It is. I learn a little bit more every year. Mm-hmm. And I feel more confident as a coach, less confident as somebody at the draft, apparently. Ah,
0: uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Um, and then the scrapper, scra- this game, I am excited for this game. I know it seems like I'm rooting against Cobalt. I'm not. I'm really just not. It's just I still feel like he's doing a long con. He suckered us in last year. He's doing great this year. He is sitting in first place still, mm-hmm. but he is projected to lose to Scrapper scrappers by by a, a 13 points.
1: That's going to be hard to overcome.
0: Yeah. So, does it look like he's set his team yet?
1: Uh, looking at this, I think mm-hmm. so. I yeah. I kind of I kind of feel like he's he's going by whoever's going to score the most points. So he's. Mm-hmm. He's rolling the dice on Adam Thielen. But then again, Thielen's 100% rostered. He is very, very heavily favored.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see what happens. And then um, we'll see what happens with Scrapper Scrappers. I know sometimes he ends up with some bad luck as well. But his team looks healthy. No questionables. Uh, Cobalt does have somebody who's questionable. So we'll see. We'll see what happens on this one. But I I would be excited to see if Scrapper Scrappers could pull this win.
1: I agree. Um, I'm looking forward to that as well. I think I'll be watching that fairly closely on Sunday. Mm -hmm.
0: And then our last game is a very close game. Is it? It's the closest game.
1: Oh, the half point between Seraph and Watson Salvinas.
0: Yeah, it is the closest game in projections. We're gonna see what happens. They have the same record, three and one. They are like you. I think we talked about them, but I think this one's another game that's gonna be very interesting. To yeah. uh, to watch. Uh, I'm I agree. I'm curious about this one. Uh, who do you who do you think is gonna be? If you had to pick an upset, I, I I'm gonna go. You are the upset. I'm gonna go. You're the upset this week.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. I I will with that uh, sorry i'm looking at, at at the teams here i think sarah has set his team and mm-hmm. it's it's going to be johnson versus carson i think and the flex spot is going to make or break this Is what i feel
0: mm-hmm. well as long as you know he didn't leave you know he made he made some sound decisions why does he have a questionable player why does he have a questionable in this wide receiver when he has perfectly healthy Oh, uh, he's yeah, he's taking
1: a gamble. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. and his Devonte Adams is on by this week, which is going to hurt.
0: Mhm. Yeah. But
1: yeah. yeah, for his flex, I mean, I it is tempting to go with a twelve point flex over mm-hmm. his running back with San Francisco or his New Orleans wide receiver is. All he's got
0: I also like that half the league has the same record, two and two
1: it's insane I, it insane really is great it is it's you know <laughs> it's just gonna be this this big this big scrum based on points,
0: yeah, yeah, it's gonna be this big. I'm surprised I'm sitting second in my division fourth overall. that is crazy right now, but we'll see that uh. We'll see this all fall apart with this uh, with this upset of you beating my team this week.
1: We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I uh-huh. I feel kind of confident that um, now that I've put Ingram back in, that there SQB is QB QBs gonna leave him hanging.
0: Hmm, you're going by percentage started, so I am. Let's see what happens. Let's, let's see yes, what indeed. Happens. We'll go from there. But good luck. Can't wait to face you this weekend. Absolutely. Wins. And uh, we'll talk about it next, uh, next week when we recap.
1: That's right. So once again, I am Oz. And I'm here with Hi. Jupiter Sanders and we're co-hosting. And I was going to leave that open so she could say the same thing, but I didn't actually communicate yeah. that before now. So we'll try again next week for the week five. We both
0: love guess. the sound of your voice, So, and it lets me be lazy. So God
1: bless That's you. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, folks. We hope you've enjoyed the week four recap of the Without a Net 2020 Fantasy Football League. Bye.